Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Purposely Local, a podcast when we feature local businesses, ideas, shops, or initiatives that are shaping the new world of local. Our plan is not to chat about how your business are doing or what is the business about. We want to focus on the why, its local and purpose, all in the same podcast. Today, I'll be having a conversation with Tyler Preet from Shopify. I first met Tyler via LinkedIn during the quarantine, and I noticed on his feed that he's always supporting colleagues and giving shout outs to different people. You learn a lot by following him and looking at his comments, as I did, and he's probably one of the first people who noticed what I was doing with local businesses on social media. Just to give you a little bit of context, what I do every week is that I post a picture or a video or about an experience that I have with a local business, and I give them a review on Yelp and Google, and then I try to encourage other people to follow this trend. Tyler was kindly enough to give me a very nice comment, and I'm going to read it actually to all of you. He said on my LinkedIn post, brilliant idea that I'll be 100% be borrowing. Laugh out loud. Even though on this podcast, we will focus on the why and not on what or how, just for context, um, Tyler works for Shopify, as I mentioned. And according to his LinkedIn, he's building and managing venture capital partners with our Global Investors Partner Program, referring to the Shopify Partner Program, a centralized network of private equity and venture capital firms backing the current commerce leaders and future disruptors. Welcome, Tyler. I'm super excited to have you here. And we one of the first guests of this uh, journey. How are you? How are you today? Thanks so much for having me, Daniel. Really good. Yeah, I'm excited for this. Yeah, awesome, man. Yeah, I'm super excited too. Um, so let's start with a little bit of your childhood. I want to know where did you grow up as a child and what do you remember for, from those days? Yeah, no, I was, uh, I grew up in Mississauga or around just outside of, of Toronto, you know, 30, 40 minutes outside of Toronto. Um, childhood was pretty normal, you know, nothing crazy. I, I have like a, the classic half Italian, half Canadian uh, upbringing. So um, lots of work, very social, very family oriented. Always played sports, um, always tried to do different, you know, side hustles on the business side. Um, went to school uh, for business. I think a lot of people go to school for business when they don't really know, you know, what else they want to do, but they're getting encouraged to get a degree of some sort. So I went to school for business and uh, fortunately it was in Waterloo. Um, I went from, you know, not having Facebook or anything growing up to like working for tech companies. And I guess fast forward a couple of years and for quite a few years now and I'm at Shopify. Um, so it's just been crazy, crazy roller coaster for sure. Awesome. I heard you, you play rugby, right? I did, yeah, yeah. I played rugby and a couple of sports, not not well, but I played it. It was good. Um, yeah, a lot of my friends uh, growing up played, so it was just a good time to be able to hang out with some people. And um, it was, to be honest, it was kind of like the summer version of wrestling. So we'd have the okay. same wrestling team, and then we'd all go play rugby together and just just have a good time. Okay, what do you remember that you were particularly passionate about? Uh, when, when you were a child or maybe when you were in college as well or 
you know, when you were younger? Yeah, that, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, I've always been passionate about indirectly. I think it's just picking up different random hobbies. Like I was, I was always like the kid and, and still continue to be the kid that will always pick up like a new hobby every season, get to figuring some stuff out of it. Um, I, I get a lot of excitement from just like learning new things. There's very few things that like I, I actually hone in and master on, but I love to like get to the first 80%, try something new, whether it's like, you know, instruments or sports or pastimes, like little things like that. I've always been like that type of guy. Do you remember uh, specifically any of those uh, hobbies that you practice or anything that you maybe you were so bad at it that you never practice again? Yeah, I, uh, I've had quite the experience with uh, instruments growing up, like I always wanted to play the guitar and uh, you know, my mom was adamant that I learned the piano first and, and move on from there. So I picked that up. Um, I'm not going to say I despised it, but I don't think I liked it uh, for the first, you know, five years that I did it, then started to like it, got into the guitar, eventually loved that, picked up a couple other instruments along the way. Um, whether or not I was good at them is, is another debate, but uh, yeah. I've tried about a, a you know about six or seven different instruments now, and I only still play two to date. So I guess the other ones I was pretty off a lot. Which two instruments do you play today? I still play the piano. Um, okay. I actually like it now, uh, and then I, I do play the guitar. Awesome. Normally, um, when I'm not you know up north and and in a different change of scenery here, I've got my guitar like right behind me. So I normally play you know 15 minute increments throughout the day, just. Whenever I need a break, I turn around, it's right there, play for a bit and uh, get right back to it. It's kind of just like a mental reset for me, at least. And uh, at what point of your life do you realize this is what I want to do? You know, um, I, you know, I, you try all these different hobbies. I mean, you were playing rugby, you did all these things that we do as kids. But at what was the turning point? between your childhood and your adult life, when you ever say, you know, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Uh, you know, I don't know if I ever really have that mentality. For me, it's like, this is what I will do. I, I never, I, I would say I would never approach anything with a permanent mindset. You know, I'm like, I like doing this. This is what I'm going to do. Or I'm learning from this. This is what I'm going to do. And I think like, if I look at my, my career, my life, whatever, it's, it's a series of like, oh, this is really cool. I'm learning lots. I want to do this. Oh, this is really cool. I'm learning lots. I want to do this. So I guess in this like chapter of my life, um, I was fortunate enough to work for Shopify partner back in the day. And I worked for, for Shopify as well. And one of the leads that I had was starting this new team and she was absolutely brilliant. I thought, you know what, like this is someone I could learn a lot from uh, the team they were putting together was something that I could, uh, a team that I could get along with. I'd love to hang out with. Um, and the projects that they seem to do are really cool. So like, well, I'm going to go do this. This is what I want to do. Um, and I'm still in that phase is, you know, this is what I want to do. This is what I love. I, I still love the team and everything we're doing. So it, it seems like you were always trying to find what is, you know, you're mostly enjoy the present and understanding that, you know, where it's not necessarily about a, a specific turning point where you want to do, you know, oh, okay, this is my 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 purpose now and i want to go with this it's just a matter of continued experimentation with different things right totally yeah there's a series of like values that i have um you know being a team that that supports me be around people that challenge me 
uh, have a goal in mind, be with a team that supports me, um, things like that. And, and when those are met, that's, that's something I'm into, but in terms of having something that is, uh, probably better and maybe more quantifiable, like I want to be X in a couple of years, that's not something I have. I, it's more of an environment and, and a team that, that I really look for and the rest will sort itself out. Yeah, makes sense. When you're talking about those values, are those values set by Shopify or you or you're talking about your personal values? Yeah, these are my my personal values. My okay. my personal values are what like drew me to Shopify. You know, like I I think I want to look back on what I've done and and say like I was part of this movement or uh I I I learned this or I learned that. And so they kind of aligned like really really well with Shopify and I think that's probably why like I, I still love being here today. When was the first time that you heard the word local and in what context was when you heard it? Yeah, uh, probably the first time for me was when I was growing up. We would always go to like farmers markets and and just like, you know, meet different people. I'm Mississauga and, and I'm sure this is pretty constant everywhere. There are like merchants at farmers markets. There are farmers at farmers markets. There are food trucks at farmers markets. Um, and that's the whole idea is like you go you go to quite literally a local gathering. So I've always been doing stuff like that. Cool. And just for context, uh, can you give us a little for people that are listening that maybe they don't know what Shopify is and what is your current role there? Uh, can you give us a little elevator pitch of what you are doing and what is your role today on on, on Shopify? Yeah. Um, I think there's many definitions of what Shopify is. Like what Shopify is to me is a... Uh, It, it's a platform that is for the entrepreneurs, right? Um, there's a lot, I mean, you know this, there are so many barriers to being an entrepreneur. Um, and I think Shopify is a tool or several tools built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. And so, um, you know, that's the, the macro level. Um, if you wanted to say in like 30 words or less, we're, we're a commerce technology or a commerce operating platform. Um, and, and what I do is I, I work with uh, venture capital firms uh, and private equity firms or investors in general um, to really see how, you know, we can expand that ecosystem, right? We're, we're, Shopify is one product within the, the entrepreneurial ecosystem. There's other products and partners, um, some that we work with and some that we don't. And so my goal is figuring out, you know what, how can we grow the pie that is Shopify or Shopify ecosystem in order to help more entrepreneurs and then grow the entrepreneurs that are in our ecosystem a whole lot faster. Is local a criteria when you are looking for those partners today in your current job and how that applies? And maybe if you can share any examples of how uh, of things that you have done that are you know focused on local in your in your current role. Yeah, I, I think. Local is indirectly a big focus of my current role at Shopify. Uh, it's a massive focus in my you know, personal life, but it, professionally, it's, I think local is, is kind of everything, right? Like investors are, are backing, sure, you know, one side, the, the, the marketplace of the world, um, the commoditization of products, but on the other side, they're backing like brands, right? And those brands started from somewhere and support some community. Like this sweater that I'm wearing is from cotton. Um, they're backed by one of my venture capital partners, good and well. Um, they're based out of you know Toronto, Ontario. They have a massive presence. They're a Shopify merchant as well. Um, so my job is figure out, you know, who are the good and wells or the investment firms of the world? 
how do we work with their uh, brands like cotton uh, and see if we can grow them bigger and faster. That's pretty good. In your personal opinion, uh, what is the stage today uh, of the local efforts? And maybe you can talk about specifically about your Toronto community. And what do you think we need to do in order to help uh, grow in that movement? That's a really good question, Daniel. Like, I, I think shopping local is a super marketable thing to do. You know, you see it on everyone's Instagram, you see it on everyone's Twitter. Um, I think what we need to do is provide people with more facts around the, the impact of shopping local. Um, we need to be telling the stories around that. Um, providing a, a dollar to, uh, you know, someone that is commoditizing businesses or taking massive margins from retailers um, is probably not the best use of that dollar, right? Like, like if you live in a community, you've invested in that community, you might want to invest in the businesses that created that community, right? Uh, and a dollar goes a lot longer for those businesses than it would, you know, a massive conglomerate or, or a, a redistributor of products. Yeah, that makes total sense. And how do you think from a, maybe, if, I don't know, if from an investor perspective or from a culture perspective, how do you think you can kind of like scale that mentality into other communities? How, how would you start? I think it, it all starts with storytelling, I would imagine. Shopify, uh, you know, does a pretty good job. Uh, I mean, one of my favorite things is Shopify Studios on YouTube. Um, you can watch and understand the founders of stories. Uh, and I think those scale really well. You know, it, 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 it really humanizes why you're shopping local, right? You can see someone's dream that you're investing in. You can see their, maybe their kids that they're sending to college or the house that they're living in was paid for by, you know, the clothing you bought at their shop. So I think just storytelling at scale, it will really make people change their perspective about shopping local and, and hopefully encourage it a lot more. Yeah, I love that concept of storytelling. Yeah, and more people need to do what you're doing too. Like <laughs> more people need to share that they're doing it actively. Like really, I mean, when you see someone that's taking like a conscious effort to shop in their community, like it, it makes you want to do it as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's the plan. That's why uh, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing, and that's what that's why we're having this conversation today. So hopefully, other people can get inspired and start doing the same thing. Um, Definitely. If you will lose your job today, and you will ask to start uh, a local effort in your community or a local initiative, what would you start? I would start. It's a very good question. I think I would start a, a some sort of forum or interactive map, something like that for, for retailers and brands that are starting in the community. Um, especially now when you walk down the street, um, you know, we'll use Waterloo where I'm primarily based. You walk down the street and things look a little bit differently than what they did, you know, a year ago before COVID. Um, maybe some doors are shut, maybe some shops are closed, but Uh, it's important to say, like, look, this is what's here, right? Um, there's there's tons of businesses that can be hidden all over the place. It would be really cool to start up a map to say, like, look, within the 30-kilometer radius of your home, here are all the little cafes. Here are the, here's the story about the cafe. Here's potentially a snippet of the menu if you're interested, go here. Or here's a, a retailer that are that's in your area. Here's a little summary. Here's a story about the founder if interested, go here. Um Again, just spreading the story at a little bit more scalably. Wow, man, you just, just, you just made an MVP with, with that idea there. 
<laughs> you never think, know. <laughs> you never know. I mean, it's it's really good. It's really good. I have to say. What what industries or or businesses today do you think are big big examples of of local businesses that you might want to give them a shout out or something like that? Oh man, I mean, I love the the craft breweries and the cafes. Um, Waterloo is home to some of the best craft breweries, some of the best coffee roasters. Um, honestly, there's a number of them. Um, I mean, even in in you know up north up here. Um, I've actually followed your lead now and, and tried to take more weekly and deliberate trips to go shopping local. So last week I was at uh, a place called the cabin up here, like super small secluded little place. They used to own a retailer as well in Toronto called lavish and squalor, um, which I didn't know. So I went to a cool new place. I, I met a founder, had a coffee and funny enough, saw a bag that I owned in the shop and, and asked them about it. And I had no idea that they owned a shop in Toronto again, wow. called Lapsian Squalor that I had literally been to and bought this bag from like five or six years ago. Wow. Um, so that was my last week's trip. And and hopefully this week will be something even even cooler than that if possible. That's, that's pretty cool. So I, I'm going to ask you for a favor, if you don't mind. So one thing that I'm yeah. trying to do with this specific question is like, I would like you to share that experience. Uh, I'll send you more instructions via email later, but I would like you to send this experience Uh, that experience that you just had in maybe with a picture or something like that on your profile this week. And I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you just a hashtag. My idea is to start a movement that every guest that I have, they do the same thing and then we can inspire other people to do it. Are you Let's okay? do it. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Awesome, man. That's great. Um, I guess my... Um, I think that's pretty much it. You answered the last two other questions that I had. So you, you nail it. <laughs> that's awesome. No, this is exciting. I'm excited to see these episodes too. Like it, it's a really good idea to get more people talking about, you know, what, what you've been doing for a while. I love it. hundred percent. Yeah. And I, I missed your last, uh, I missed your last week's update. Where'd you go last week? Uh, last week I went to, I actually about to, I'm, I'm about to publish it today. Um, I found this, uh, pizza place in Hoboken, which is actually amazing. They are for a very specific region from Italy and they do the okay. pizza. Like if you were in that region in Italy and you were eating pizza there, this is the closest thing that you can taste, not a New York pizza. Nor, nor, you know, nor a, an Italian pizza. This is a very specific type of pizza. They have the, uh, you know, the, the wood there and they, they do it super traditional. Oh my God, so tasty. Like there's oh, this man. place, uh, yeah, man, it's so, so good. There's this place in um, New Jersey, in Jersey City that is called Rasa. It's a pizza place that actually was named the best pizza of New York. And funny enough, the New York Times actually featured those guys saying, these guys uh, is the best pizza of New York. Now it's in New Jersey. <laughs> Which <laughs> you can't imagine how hard it could be for the for New York to say that. But uh, so yeah. this place, I have to say, I, I tried out that Rasa pizza, which is amazing. I think this place is as good as Rasa. Wow. Yeah. What what what's the style of pizza? Like what you said, it's from a specific region. Like what's what's the region? It's called Apulia, the name of the restaurant, and okay. it's from a from the south of yes. Yeah, it's, it's called Apulia, and the region is called Puglia. 
Puglia is the yeah. is a, is a region. There's like the, uh, different cities there. There's one called Foggia. They actually have a map of the of the whole region in the restaurant, so you know exactly so smart. all the ingredients where are coming from. Like they have prosciutto for this specific city. They have uh, mozzarella for this other city, and then the pizza, you know, uh, from you know from another one too. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you for That's asking. Huge. I know I can't wait. No, I know when when I when all this is over, I get to plan a trip down. I'm just gonna follow your like LinkedIn feed and go to all the places. <laughs> I don't need a tour guide anymore. Well, I will I will do the same in in Toronto as well. Yeah, hundred percent. No swap notes. Yeah, thank you, Taylor. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you so much, Daniel. This is awesome, man. Thank you very much. That was. Tyler Preet uh, from Shopify uh, today speaking about all his experiences on local businesses in Toronto and on his job and his role on Shopify as well. If you want to find more information about him, he's, you can search for him on LinkedIn. He's super active. Uh, Tyler Preet, P-R-E-T-E. And just follow him because you will find a lot of great uh, insights, shoutouts, and, and things that he's currently doing and, and he's excited about. If you're looking for more information also about Purposely Local, you can find me on any, almost any social media at, at DS New Yorker, uh, on Twitter uh, and Instagram, or otherwise you can email me at daniel.salcedo, S-A-L-C-E-D-O at gmail.com. This is Purposely Local. Thank you very much for listening. I will see you back in our next episode.